Hello and welcome to Talking Hoosier Baseball. Uh, today is February 7th, 2023. I'm Carl James, joined by Cassidy Palmer. Uh, we're also joined by our very special guest, uh, Philip Glasser, shortstop for the Hoosiers. Uh, Philip, it's great to have you here. Thanks for joining Talking Hoosier Baseball. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Cass will get us going with the first question. Uh, now, Philip, we we heard you had a bit of an incident on the first official day of practice. Uh, how are you doing now? Doing good. Just uh, just got hit in the head on the one of the first pitches, but just got a couple stitches. But it's all good. They're out now, so been practicing for the whole week. So good it's all good. No concussion or anything. Yes. Excellent. Uh, you had other options uh, besides the fifth year of college baseball. Uh, what made you decide on another season here at Indiana? Uh, a couple of things. One is how we finished towards the end of the season and just kind of seeing for as up and down of a season as it was last year, how we could, you know, make a run like that. And a lot of the guys who came back and then, you know, like Bothwell too. Um, it just felt like I just want to do something really special in college. And I just felt like we had the team, we had the team to do it. And uh, so I just decided to come back. And now the the D1 transfer portal is still a relatively new thing. Uh, now that you've experienced it yourself and you've seen a new group of transfers this fall, uh, what insights do you have about the process of transferring as a D1 athlete? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, there's a lot of players that's been in the portal the last two years. I think it's like two or 3000. So it's definitely a lot, a lot of players um, to transfer. And obviously it moves quick. You know, usually uh, in high school, you have like two to three years to decide. And when you hit that portal, it's about, you know, one to two months. Like it feels like each week you're in it, it's like, it's like six months. So uh, it definitely moves fast. Um, you know, there's a lot of colleges, you know, that try to get a lot of players. So um, it can be pretty overwhelming at first. Uh, except for uh for Tyler Dones, uh, every starter in this position player group is back. Uh, in your eyes, what are the advantages of that kind of continuity? Yeah, I think before a season, you uh, kind of know, you know, you know what guys are like. But once you go through a whole season with them and seeing, you know, them when they're up and them when they're down and, you know, what they respond to, you know, them a lot better. Um, I think that really helps your team chemistry overall as a team. And so just being with those guys last year and going through everything. And then going in this year, you know, we just have a whole nother year of knowing each other. And, you know, that just plays with like the little things like communication or how to talk to each other, you know, what kind of throw this guy likes, what does he like to do? And so it just it actually it goes a very long way. And kind of going off of that, um, we know the position player group had some very clear successes last season, uh, but the team as a whole kind of started to struggle that middle portion. Uh, and by the end, when things were improving on the mound, the team was really clicking and doing mm. well uh as one of the few experienced position players coming in what was your role in that kind of turnaround yeah it was you know obviously we had a lot of young guys on the position player side um but you know they did a great job obviously you know josh pine brock Tibbetts, you know carter mass and they all did you know very well you know they're super mature and so just really just whatever advice they needed um, before the season, during the season to kind of, you know, make the downs not as bad and, you know, kind of handle, you know, the success because it's such a long season. 
Um, just playing high school baseball, you get like 20, 30 games and obviously college is about double that. Um, so just when I, I remember when I was younger, um, I'd always try to listen, you know, to the older guys. I had a lot of older teammates um, that gave me a lot of advice. So I didn't necessarily had to go through what they had to go through in terms of failure or bad experiences, uh, rather than just listening to them and applying that. And what was it like being, so you were new to the program last year, but not new to college baseball. Mm. What was that like being both the veteran and one of the new guys all at the same time? Yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely tough at first because, you know, you do have a lot of experience, but obviously you're in a whole new locker room with, you know, a lot of players, but I think just learning, you know, what guy, you know, who, who guys are in building relationships as fast as you can is, you know, the best way to kind of overcome that uh, not being there for uh, two or three years as a lot of returners are. I kind of like to expand a little bit on something you just said. Uh, one of the prior questions here, uh, you were talking about, you know, the, the freshmen going from, you know, 20 to 30 game seasons to, you know, 50 to 60 game seasons. Um, but also uh, that rough patch was pretty it was pretty rough. <laughs> um, yeah. What was your role in helping to kind of guide them through to the point at which they were able to have as much success as they did in May? Yeah. So uh, obviously the first thing is when you're kind of going through it, you kind of lose one main thing that's perspective. And so obviously when we were going through that rough patch, you know, it, it was, it would have been easy to say like, Oh, the season's over, like just throw the towel in and, it seems like everything's just crashing down, but um, obviously the thing that a lot of people lose is like, we still had 20, you know, plus games, whatever it was at the time. And uh, just, it wasn't a matter of if it was a matter of when we were going to figure it out overall and start clicking as a team. And then uh, obviously end up happening. And we had a lot, we had a good last couple, couple of weeks there. Uh, so, so kind of a hypothetical coming into the new season, uh, you guys are, are leaving Auburn and are feeling good about the first weekend. What happened to make that success in your eyes? Um, I think it's, we went down there and, you know, we competed as a, as a group. Um, obviously I think we're very prepared this year. We've been outside a lot, um, just going down there and competing and, you know, playing our best game, really, it doesn't really matter, you know, who we're playing. Um, it just matters if we play our game, you know, you play against, play against the baseball, right? So it doesn't necessarily matter, you know, whose jersey it is. It just matters about as soon as they leave the pitcher's hand, you know, it's the baseball you got to hit and it's the baseball you got to feel and throw across, you know, to first base. So just kind of keeping that attitude for this year and, you know, being very consistent with that, I think it's going to really help this team. You mentioned that you've been outside a bit more because obviously we've had some unseasonably warm weather here in southern Indiana. Um, how important is that? I mean, uh, obviously you guys have access to pretty nice indoor facilities. Uh, what are the real advantages to, to being able to practice outside versus having to be indoors? Yeah, so indoors we do have a very nice facility, but obviously it's not, you know, scaled as a baseball field. So some of those plays... Um, you know, that's hit to the outfield, maybe like for like just small things like cuts and relays and um, just kind of pop up communication. That's the other big one. You know, you don't necessarily get inside and just having that overall feel of like being outside and like being like an actual scrimmage and like an actual game. 
um, it, it's a huge advantage. Um, obviously, both the teams I play for in college are up north. And so luckily this year, you know, we have been outside basically the whole month um, compared to last year. So I think it's really helped us grow. Obviously, looking back at where we were two weeks ago versus now, you know, we've grown a lot just from being outside and just playing against each other. And is there a uh, particular pitcher team game series uh, that you're looking forward to particularly? Uh, not not necessarily, just, uh, you know, whatever, whatever the next one is. So, I like that. I yeah. think that's my favorite answer so far. <laughs> um, I, I did have one question that uh, I'm just going to this one comes on this one off the top of my head. Uh, in uh, you know, now you had uh, obviously uh, a few years at, at Young, Youngstown State, and then now you're in your second year at Indiana. Um, was there a, has there been a big change in your in your mechanics and your swing um, coming between those two programs? Yeah, I'd say if you looked at my Youngstown State swing versus my swing now, it's it's like night and day. Um, you know, they've that's one that's one of the big things that they sold me on when I was in the portal. And obviously they develop hitters, you know, just look at our lineup. You know, they do an excellent job with, you know, swings and decision making and everything that goes into it. And that's like one of the strongest parts of Indiana. So I was I was very fortunate to, you know, make a right choice in that area. And they really followed through with it. And Carl must have read my mind because I was about to go that same direction of of last year. You were among the most consistent producers at the plate. Um, has there have there been any uh, changes going on uh, this fall and, and early this spring? Uh, for swing wise, yeah, um, it, swing probably, or, or general approach or yeah, probably just maybe some tweaks here and there based on last year. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, when you had a whole new swing, I had a whole new swing last year, so obviously yeah. you don't make adjustments as fast when you change your whole swing, you know, game to game. But now just having a whole another year of it. And, you know, working with, you know, Coach Weatherford, Coach Simmons and Coach Mercer and them knowing my swing from last year, too. I think it, it helps you be more consistent. So in that area, probably consistency is the best thing. But how are you able to be so successful with with such a dr dramatic change? Uh, I think the biggest thing is, is once you decide, like, hey, we're going to, like, totally change your swing. And because of this, this and this. And, you know, it was tough because I did have success with it, but um, I also, you know, trusted them or I wouldn't have came to Indiana and obviously, you know, they've developed really good hitters. And um, so I just totally believed in them. And so once you, obviously you got to trust the process. I know that's pretty cliche, but um, it's, you, you have to understand that you're going to have some down days at first and, you know, up, up and down days, and you're not going to be as consistent as you used to be. But if you keep that, you know, perspective of in the long run, hey, this is like where we're going to get to. This is what's going to look like here. You just got to deal with ups and downs. Then uh, if you just keep that mindset, um, that then uh, you really don't have a problem. It's kind of like when you just get caught in between like one thing or the other, that's when guys, you know, kind of don't do as well. Um, you know, there's obviously a very good chance you're going to still be playing baseball after your time at Indiana. Is that a part of this as well, that development piece? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely definitely a part of it. Just and just being more consistent, you know, getting the bat to the ball better, and you know, obviously shorter and just impacting the ball better. And so, uh, do you have any uh, personal goals for the season or any any expectations? 
Uh, no, I, I never really put any personal goals on it, and especially not this year because uh, I just came back just so we can, you know, win the Big Ten and then, you know, go to the regional and, you know, win there too. So whatever whatever it's going to take, just probably my only personal goal is just to be, you know, the consistent player and consistent person. You know, I am day in and day out um, in order for this team to win and be successful. So what are your thoughts? You know, obviously a big a lot of the, the personnel change in the program has been around the, the pitching side. You've got four pitchers and you mentioned, you already mentioned Ty Bothwell that's coming back from last year's team plus the three freshmen. But other than that, you've got a whole bunch of, uh, of new pitchers. Um, what have your interactions with that pitching staff have been like? What have, what is, what has it been like to hit against that group of pitchers? Yeah. So first I think they've done a, they've done a great job, you know, trusting coach Glant and coach Mercer with everything that they, they're teaching. Um, the first thing when they came to campus, obviously, as a transfer last year, I wanted to make sure, you know, they're acclimated well and, you know, really hit the ground running. So especially as a middle infielder, knowing your pitchers and just knowing, you know, how to talk to them throughout a game um, is something that's very important. So just really starting off right there with uh, building relationships with them. And then throughout the fall and, you know, into the spring, the thing I really like most about this staff is even if they do get hit, you know, they're, they just come right back in the zone and compete. And it's kind of been the motto, you know, throughout the whole fall and, you know, spring that it doesn't matter, you know, we're willing to lose a game if, you know, a team just out hits us or something, but we're not going to lose the game because we're timid or not competing in the strike zone. And I think that's a, you know, general philosophy. And I think all of those guys, you know, ha have that mindset. And has there been, been anyone uh, that that you faced amongst the new or newer guys who you're like, ooh, I'm real glad that I don't have to face them for real. Has anyone stood out? Yeah, yeah, there's been a there's been a lot of guys. Um I'd probably say, you know, the main transfers that kind of came in, um, you know, like Luke Sennard, um Gabe Levy, uh Ben Siler and uh you know, those three guys, you know, they're obviously experienced. They're going to be the most experienced besides Bothwell on the staff. And, you know, I know Siler's got a lot of innings from Sienna and uh, so is Levy from Davidson and obviously Seti and uh, Luke Sennard from Western Kentucky. All those guys are really going to, you know, they're just mature. They're mature people. Um, so I think they're, they're, they have really cool heads and they'll be able to, you know, lead the pitching staff. So, uh, is there any, in your time at IU so far, has there been any uh, favorite social events, things that you've done with the team off of campus uh, that, uh, that, that's that been memorable for you? Uh, I'd probably say the main one is, you know, going to, you know, assembly hall and watching, you know, our basketball team playing. Uh, it's pretty, it's a pretty special environment over there. And, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. Obviously you don't get that barely anywhere else in the country. So I'd, I'd have to say that one good pick yeah. uh and continuing uh off the field uh uh what are you studying while you're at IU and what are your future eventual post uh playing baseball plans yeah so right now I'm about 10 10 days away from finishing my uh certificate in cybersecurity and risk management and then uh you know after baseball uh whenever that is probably something you know towards there in the finance side I don't think that's one that we've heard before. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not a common one. 
All right. Are there any particular things that uh, we have not covered in this discussion that you would like uh, Indiana fans to, to know about uh, ahead of the season? No, I think I think we covered covered about everything. Just uh, super excited. Ten days. So yeah, super excited how this group's going to compete down there. Excellent. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cass and I and the rest of our group will be there. So we're uh, we're also very excited to see you guys take the field and uh, and see see how well that uh, that competition goes in that that opening weekend. Uh, so thank you very much for for being a Hoosier and uh, for letting us get a chance to watch you play ball. No, absolutely. I appreciate you know all the support you guys give us and the media coverage and everything. It means a lot to us. Excellent. All right. Well, again, I'd like to thank our guest, Philip Glasser, for joining uh, Talking Hoosier Baseball. Uh, that will uh, wrap up this edition. Uh, we still have a few more interviews that we'll be conducting over uh, the, the final group of days before the, the preseason gets underway. And uh, uh, IUBase.com will have lots of coverage uh, from Auburn um, at the, uh, the end of next week. So it's, uh, it's getting close. It's getting excited. Philip, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thank you, Carl. Thank you, Cassidy. Yep. Thank you. Uh, for Cassidy Palmer, uh, I'm Carl James. See you at the BART. <laughs>